Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. Georgia's Bank scallops are now at Bonefish Grill. The Georgia's Bank off the coast of New England is known for its amazing sea scallops, and Bonefish prepares them just right. Grilled to perfection over a wood fire, served atop creamy Parmesan risotto, and finished with bacon. They're a scallop lover's dream, and they pair perfectly with a seasonal handcrafted cocktail like our wild orchid Hawaiian martini. So don't miss out. Come in and try Georgia's Bank scallops at Bonefish Grill tonight. I'm going to put that number in here. You've just joined the Prepper Broadcasting Network, where we promote self-reliance and independence. The views and opinions expressed are strictly those of the host or their guests. Visit us in the interactive chat room at PrepperBroadcasting.com. Good evening, everyone. If you're a prepper, you're in the right place at the right time. This is the Prepping Academy, skirting the globe through miles of fiber optic cable at nearly the speed of light directly to you with your hosts, Forrest and Kyle. Coming to you from the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina, the information you get from the show could save your life. Whether you're a veteran, beginning prepper, or just curious, there is something here meant for you. Hey, guys. Good evening. I'm Forrest. We got Kyle across the table. This is the Prepping Academy. We come to you every Friday night live at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and it is 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's 9.01. Oh, it's 9.01. Sorry. And we are live. You can catch us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, all the different tunes. And we come to you every week live. Yeah. I yeah. was really enthusiastic. Yeah, like, no. Way to get people pumped up. Yeah, like, hey, if you're on um, Prepper Broadcasting, you can jump over to our Blog Talk Radio. Sorry, if you're on Blog Talk Radio, jump over to Prepper Broadcasting right now and join in on our chat room. Um, go to PrepperBroadcasting.com. If you're listening via podcast, you, great, no problem. But you can also catch us live on Friday nights at Prepper Broadcasting, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, Kyle, I was made fun of last week about, at this point, I usually go, so, Kyle, how was your week? Mm -hmm. So, this time, I'm going to go, Kyle, your week stunk. (laughs) My week was pretty good. Well, since I did the last show, I did the the consulting thing, which was was really good. I had a little consulting gig, which was was great. So, we have a survival uh, consulting company. Yep. And we had some guys come up from Texas and Georgia. And, yeah, yeah, great guys. Um, spent a good part of the whole day with them, yeah. and um, it was good. Yeah, I, I really, I get a lot out of doing that. Cause... And then you helped me teach a class as well on Thursday night. Yep. Here to the local meetup that we have um, to um, a bunch of preppers, and we did bug out bags yeah. and. 
I would make fun of your bug out bag because yours is like 300 pounds. Well, you know what? Even that little that little girl who tried it on, she was able to carry it. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, she was wearing high heels, too. I told oh. her I typically don't wear high heels when I bug out, but, you know, if, so if we, you need we, to. We had a, a, the uh, Carolina Preppers Network. We had a meetup in Charlotte, and I don't know how many people we had, 40-plus people, maybe more. I don't know. I didn't count. Usually I try to count. It was around 40. And um, you and another friend, Joe, and then the stealth friend that didn't show up, Bruce, didn't. He was in spirit. He he was there. But you and um, Joe went through your bug out bags and showed everyone um, what you had in your bug out bags, your get home bags, and your everyday carry. So you rebuild your whole. Although Joe kind of had a little bit. I mean, I did. He did say I kind of emasculated him with my bag. But at the same point, he brought in his his truck box. I can't really bring in my truck box yeah. or my truck. Yeah, oh, it's it, you, you guys had different stuff. Yeah, and um, but both were were I thought were excellent bags. Um, yeah. Joe is, um, his is a little bit more compact than yours. Joe likes a lot of trinkets. I notice he has like a lot of little things. Mm-hmm. I keep a lot of that little stuff in the truck, but yeah. I, I almost go. You carry like, cot in your back now. No, I kind I kind of go with like a really simplistic like yeah. food, shelter, water. But yours fire. is way bigger than his though. Yeah, but I have you, redundancies. I have a lot of redundancies. You do have redundancies, but Joe's was the a normal. Yeah. Person. <laughs> yeah. WD forty and Altoids and pens and lighters and. All you are. I mean, your own, yours was on steroids. Yeah, and both of them were high dollars. I mean, when you guys oh, yeah. bought bags, they weren't cheap bags. Mm-hmm. That was it. Was a good thing. I mean, everyone seemed to enjoy it. I didn't leave the parking lot until late, late that night. Just people just talking with me. Um, and we had an announcement last night. We did. Yep. And we are going to do something that is never been done. Well, I can't say that. Well, it's not been done, in, in we'll say the numbers, right? Um, and very successfully. Right. So one of the things I do is I consult with groups um, and help put groups together. And so Kyle wants a group. He wants a group of all-stars. Yeah, to say the least. And just trust me, if you're going to get in Kyle's group, you're going to be vetted. You are going to – we are going to know who you are. Yeah. We got ways. (laughs) <laughs> Connections. I know and people. so you're putting the group together, and you're in a yep. sense you, you're telling everyone in the Carolina Preppers Network yep. to get up with you. And if anyone else would like to be interested, if you're in the Carolinas, if you're in Montana, don't bother. Unless you want to move to Carolina. Yeah. We have wonderful weather, grapes. With, with, uh, you know, I'm going to help you put this group together, and. It's we already know there's going to be some major all stars I mean, in this. Yeah, just last night we had like what forty people and there's like fifteen people who were true, know. but they not all of them are all stars. Yeah, no, but no, we no, know no. the all stars are yeah. going to be in there. And yeah, I'm not. Of, I'm not looking for like you know. How should I put this? It's like the one girl said. You know, she has not a ton of skills. She has some skills, but I'm looking for people who are willing to make not just the financial investment, but the actual time investment. And you know, make sure for, they learn their skills, they contribute to their community, and they're held accountable to their community. It's not going to be one of these things where, like, at your leisure, like, yeah, I'll get to it yeah. next week. It's going to be like, no, yeah. you, this is your week you show up for training. You're not looking for highly interested people. You're looking for highly motivated. Yeah. A huge difference. Huge. Huge difference. And so so tonight, if people want to get up with you, they can go to the Prepping Academy. Yep. Um, Prepping Academy. That's 
preppingwithingacademy.com. There's a contact page there. Just say, hey, I want to get up with Kyle, and boom. So anyway, that is a retreat. I mean, a retreat, whatever you guys do, I mean, that's it's all going to be confidential. Um, well, I told you some the may die. The name, oh, the name is Carolina Contingency. Carolina, uh, that's you got a name for this? Yes. Huh? You should incorporate. <laughs> Just, I wish they could see the look. Um, I know. <laughs> you was like disgust. Like, yeah, I can't believe you just said that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, and well, you know, I've had a busy week. I've got my schedule. You saw my schedule. No, don't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say anything about your schedule. <laughs> Let's just say that not the most articulate whenever it comes to. So when I do my own calendar, I write things that I know what the meeting. I mean, so if I don't like the meeting, I'll go. Yeah. Or if it's a just anyway, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. But you saw my schedule for the next six weeks. I'm I'm gone like literally the next four or five weekends, except one weekend I'm going to be here. Yeah. Um, Or busy. Yeah. So it's crazy. So anyway. And a lot of that has to do with prepping, going to a camp, um, Heritage Life Skills in Waynesville. I'm going to another um, prepper camp type thing in Iva, South Carolina. Then there's one in Greensboro and one in Raleigh. Then I'm running a meeting in Greenville, North Carolina. It's crazy. Over the next 45 days are crazy. So to get ahead of that, I've been doing my, my PowerPoints, my speeches, getting everything ready. And so I'm almost finished them all, except a little bit. I gotta. And then I just gotta proofread everything. Right? Yeah, you gotta proof. No kidding. Yeah. Well, most of most of what I do is the slides, and well, then I just make it up as yeah. you go. Yeah, <laughs> well, let's hope the writing's a little bit more articulate than that schedule. So, so, um, so tonight, so for, I'm gonna say this for Larry's sake. That's my nickname for my neighbor. Is so. How was your week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. So, um, anyway, we've had a busy week. Um. Maybe I, I just realized maybe I've been considering maybe I should ask you next week how you're week. Oh yeah. wait, you won't be here. Well oh. already done. Oh yes, right. Next week we will not be here. We are not taking a night off. We have just got plans. It's Friday you, night. Yeah, you guys stress us out. And so our sponsor, which is Survival Four One K, we interviewed him back in December and we're gonna replay that. And that is important because he tells you how to take your IRA, your four one K, um and buy prepping supplies with it. It's amazing. People do. I know people. I've, I've helped people do this. Mm-hmm. Very cool idea. Actually, Very cool. whenever I did the consulting, I talked to those gentlemen about doing that because yeah. it's it ain't going to be there forever. No. And also, you can own your silver and gold and hold it in your hand. You don't have to keep it fake. You know. Like, are you, in, are you are you talking about those individual gold ounces yes. that companies have oversold? So it's now a ratio of like twenty to one owner. Right. You know, so yeah. it's not you own real silver. So yeah. anyway, and he 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 walks you through that, and that's at um, survival401k.com, and his name is Ross. He's a good friend. We see him at Prepper Camp. Um, he has helped many of my clients over the years. The chat room seems to have a life of its own tonight. Yeah, I don't even know what they're talking about. It's complete ADD. Okay. Yeah. So um, it, we, it, we are going to have a sponsor tonight for Kyle's Conspiracy Theory of the Week. Oh, yeah. Who's our sponsor this week? It is CampingSurvival.com. Sweet. Most people, if you've ever ordered like fish antibiotics, you've got them from CampingSurvival.com. You don't know that. 
or you don't remember you did because they are the cheapest by far. I've done the research. Matter of fact, once I found out that they were in, in North Carolina, I drove and met them. That's pretty, that's and pretty I, sweet. And I bought my all my fish antibiotics. They're just the cheapest. I need you, I need you to drive more. Right. And the great thing about them is everyone's like, well, I buy it off of Amazon because no one can beat Amazon prices. No, plenty of people. Plenty of places can they beat do. Amazon prices. They do, and they beat Amazon prices. Yeah. And so um, it's, it's pretty – Tom is the owner, but CampingSurvival.com. So this is, this is going to be Kyle's Conspiracy Theory of the Week. Oh, but by the way, our, our producer, yeah. G-Man, has requested one for two weeks from yeah, now. Yeah, two weeks from now, I'm going to do the 12th planet. The 12th planet. planet. We'll go, we'll go Pluto. with Pluto. Yeah. No, 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 that's no, not it? No, Pluto's not a planet anymore. Oh. Okay, so in two weeks we're gonna we're gonna um, we gotta help G Man's wife. We're gonna he's gonna discuss fiance. the twelfth planet fiance. Yeah. That's right, she, fiance. You know she's right. She don't listen. I don't listen. And he don't. Man. He's referring to my wife came in here and said it. I don't listen. That's mm-hmm. that that should never go out on the airways. Yeah, I'm just dead. Oh crap. Oh okay. So what is Kyle's conspiracy theory this week? This week's fluoride. What? Majority of people in the United States. Fluoride is good for your teeth. Fluoride is crap. They put it in the water for your teeth. Yeah, it's also poison. Do you ever read the back of your label on your toothpaste? It says your teeth will be white. No, that's the front label. That's the okay. false advertising. And even if you look at that, like a lot of times the ingredients aren't any different from any of the other it's containers. Paint, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, fluoride actually is very ineffective um, for dental purposes. The way it actually works is it's. it's Derivative fluorine. Fluorine is a naturally occurring element, um, but again, it's poisonous. It's actually its uh, natural source is um, when volcanoes erupt. Fluorine is typically given off, and you ever see a lot of animals will die from the uh, the fallout from volcanoes. It's actually one of the reasons is they're ingesting fluorine from the ash fallout. So they put it in our water though for our teeth, right? Isn't that what well, it's us? supposed to call it? It's supposed to create bone density. What they don't tell you is it does create bone density. Um, basically, the way fluorine fluoride work is it creates almost an adhesive, and the calcium will then stick to your teeth from your saliva or in your bloodstream. Mm-hmm. Problem is, it'll also help calcify other things like your pineal gland. So, you know, your pineal gland actually regulates things like your hormones. So, can you imagine what happens whenever your pineal gland calcifies and it's no longer controlling your hormones? No. <laughs> Yeah, you, I, mean, I guess you get ready to tell me. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you get some man boobies. I don't know. I mean, oh. that, that's one potential. You start getting mood swings. Mm-hmm. Mine are just prostate large cancer. chest muscles. Yeah, that ain't, no. <laughs> I won't even go there, bud. Um, no, I mean, it has a lot of negative fallout to it. And really, I try to tell people, I mean, if you're concerned about whitening your teeth, stuff like that, there's plenty of natural things like uh, calcium, diphosphate, Um but coconut oil, baking soda, there's plenty of other natural things that people can look at in there. On the, in the chat rooms, they said it's hard to find toothpaste without it's, fluoride. It's really not. Actually, there's one toothpaste I use. If um, if you go on Amazon, there's there's it's called dirt. hundreds, hundreds. Oh. Um, but there's actually one that uses manuka honey in it. And if you know the medicinal properties from manuka honey, oh, that okay. is like the best toothpaste I've ever used. Okay, how do I, I? You know, I know I see these water filters that you can buy, like. You know, Sawyer Water Filter is a sponsor, yeah. but they that doesn't 
that doesn't get the fluorine out of the water. Yeah, I mean, there, there's different ones that you can buy. I don't think... Does Berkey have... I think Berkey, I think the Berkey black does. filter, I think, or something... We'll get rid of the fluoride, yeah. It gets rid of the, and, the, and you're saying that everyone should get the fluoride out of the water. Yeah. Because yeah. I drink a lot of tea. Well, see, fluoride, the only time there was another government that actually... Well, the original one that started using this was actually the Germans. Um, and then you have America, the Japanese. I, the Japanese actually were getting so desperate, they actually switched from using fluoride in their water to using lithium. And that's just outright, basically, to make people calm down. So whenever you see things with, like, social unrest, fluoride will affect you think factors. There's any, I think there's any what? Any government conspiracy where they're going to put things in our water to to mellow us out? Do you think that they do? That's we, what I'm saying. But they do that in Germany, not in America. They well, couldn't do they that put, in America. They do. They put fluoride in your water. And... The, the, City treatment plants. They well, I know they do that. I know the they water. do that. Uh, yes, I knew that. So you're saying we should have a filter. I actually have a fluoride filter, but I don't ever use it. Mm. It's for like an emergency bucket kit, mm. five-gallon bucket kit that I have, and which is kind of odd because when I use the five-gallon emergency bucket kit to make a water filter, I really won't be needing it for fluoride. Yeah. <laughs> so I, no, I just thought through that. So just just use it now. Yeah, I should, but. Again, do you want five gallon buckets in your ki- in your kitchen? <laughs> I mean, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. But I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I'll, I'll give you a really good example. Fluoride doesn't do crap, and the reason, the way I can prove this is I talk to people about alternative medicines all the time. I mean, we're so far behind in the United States. They have things up in Canada and over in Britain. They don't even need to drill your tooth to get a cavity. They actually put a little cap on there and they pump O2. Just oxygen. There's ozone. They pump that into the tooth. It kills all the bacteria, and they fill it. Can you imagine doing that? Who would be scared to go to a dentist if they're going to put a little cap, blow some gas in there, and then just fill the tooth? No one would be worried about it. The, the dental market in the United States, they, they run up a racket, and a lot of it's unfortunately, it's, it's fear-based. Because mm-hmm. people think, oh, my God, I'm going to die now. I have this infected tooth. They don't take care of their teeth. So far, it doesn't do crap for them. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to a dentist. Aside from having wisdom teeth, take it out of the room, packed it. I haven't been to a dentist in over 16 years. The last time I went, whenever I had that done, I had x-rays done. It had been 10 years. I asked that dentist, I said, how long has it been since I've had a cleaning? And he looked at my gums and he said, six months tops. He goes, your teeth are immaculate. You have no plaque. He said, I haven't used fluoride in 10 years. I said, I either make my well, own toothpaste. With your two teeth that you have. <laughs> oh, let me slap I have excellent teeth. You know, the, you know, the toothbrush was actually invented in West Virginia, I heard. That's amazing. Because in any other state, it would be called a teeth brush. Oh, 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 oh. oh yeah. Funny guy. Oh, gosh, I know. Funny guy. I hope no one listens from West Virginia. You gotta, oh, you're going to get shot. I'm going to get that shot. You don't supposed, you're not supposed to mess with them people. So, okay. So, fluoride. So, is that a conspiracy theory, though? Yeah, fluoride's crap. Fluoride, the majority of the population, if you talk to them, they're like, they, don't, they don't care. They just go out and they just buy whatever's yeah, on the market. I, well, and they buy whatever's that. cheap. And they put it in there. And think about it. Your pineal gland is literally in your head. Every time you're putting fluoride in your mouth, you're absorbing that through your cheeks, your saliva, everything. And it literally says on there, it is poison. So if you want to make your own... Your toothpaste says it's poison? Yeah, it says do not swallow contact poison control. You never real, you don't, do you not read? Go read. Go don't read, read my toothpaste. You're grounded. I trust Colgate. You're grounded. Go sit in the corner. <laughs> um, if you want to make your own, I honestly, I recommend... Oh, Ellie, Angie, she... 
Well, I think we both use. Ellie, I think we both use coconut oil. Yeah, she makes her own. Yeah, a lot of people use coconut oil with baking soda, and I use a little bit of xylitol mixed in there, and mm-hmm. use a little bit of spearmint oil, flavor or cinnamon oil, something like that. Okay, um, I'll have to look into simple that. Simple stuff. I have to tell my wife that we're dying. She's killing us by the two. Well, it could explain your memory. What? What's your name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's Kyle's conspiracy theory of the week, and it was sponsored by CampingSurvival.com. Go check them out, CampingSurvival.com. You know, our, our, our finally our chat room got up to with what we were speaking about, so that's good. They're talking about um, Jack Daniels um, pulled my last two teeth. Hmm. That would be our producer, and Jack Daniels, and he pulled his last his teeth. So that's K- awesome. Kyle and his two teeth sitting across from me. So tonight, mm-hmm. we're going to do something. Okay, I had a very bad experience with this game oh, about two years ago. You're about to have another one tonight. <laughs> okay, so I thought at Meetup, this would be a great game to play with all these new preppers that I didn't know. And so we break out the conflicted card game. We give it to the guy. I'm not going to mention his name, but we'll just call him Mr. X. <laughs> okay? Yeah. And the card would, card said... You have three kids come up to your gate asking for food. What do you do? And he, as loud as he could, and as serious as he could, but could, with women and children in the room, he goes, you blow their head off. Mm-hmm. It kind of screwed us up for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah, that's dark. Uh, and he was serious. And we're, I'm like, oh, that didn't go well. So... Maybe we can control, but then I've had yet to bring this game back up. In our group. I think I think we should do it tonight, but I, I I would do it maybe maybe avoid some of the questions. But there I mean there are some interesting. We've had some mm-hmm. where we've talked even just hypotheticals as far as you know in the meetups about what happens yep. if someone stumbles onto your property and they want to leave. So how we're going to do this? I pick some cards out, and I'm going to randomly pick some cards out. You're going to randomly pick some cards out. We're going to read these, and at the end I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to answer it, and then. We'll both comment on it, but at the end, I win. Hey, let's take a quick break. Has your data been hacked? Do you feel uneasy about the vulnerability of your personal information online? Were you involved in the Target, LinkedIn, or Microsoft data leaks? Don't know? If not, then pay attention. Join Forrest Garvin from PrepperNet for a free webinar on privacy and security. Gain insights into safe internet browsing, VPNs, crafting online aliases, secure emails, detecting if your data has been hacked, and managing passwords. Secure your spot today for this webinar on privacy and security. It's free. This webinar delves into comprehensive strategies for bolstering your online privacy. We've got you covered from fortifying your passwords to shielding your financial information and mastering state-of-the-art encryption techniques. We're offering two convenient dates to suit your schedule. Reserve your spot now at PrepperNet.com slash privacy. Don't let cyber threats erode your peace of mind any longer. Take the first step toward a safer, more secure online experience by joining us for our free webinar. Remember, knowledge is power when it comes to safeguarding your privacy. Sign up now at PrepperNet.com slash privacy. We'll see you there. Because it is a game. Oh, because you have your new Glock. Oh, you threatening me? Yes, I am. You threatening me? Right, I want to go first. I want to go first. Oh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna mend some of these to make them a little bit shorter. Oh, oh. Okay. 
Wait a second, you're freestyling. I'm I'm well, I'm gonna use you as a guide. I might I might change up a little bit of words. Like this one has something in here. I'm, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna take it out. But this is really simple. And okay. Let's just try and keep our our, our questions. So this is the conflicted short. card game. This is conflicted. Question number one. So what event do you think will lead to the end of the world as we know it? In your opinion, just short and simple. You know, I said this. I didn't know you were going to ask this question, but I said this in my predictions of 2017, if you remember. It is a slow financial crisis, and it's going to be like the frog in the pot, and people will not know when it's getting too late to get out of Dodge. And we're going to be just – everyone's going to trust the government. Oh, the government's going to save us. Oh, a new program just started, and that's going to save us, and that's what is going to lead us down to I'm going to speak this. I'm going to try and speak this into the universe. I keep keep praying for this one. I'm going to go with an EMP. Dude, are you really? I'm going to go with an – because here's the thing. I think that whenever, if you were... Wait, I know you dream about that. Let's, <laughs> and you let's, pray for it, let's, but let's you really say, think it's going to happen. for a minute. If I had to put my, myself in a position to say uh-huh. like George Soros, uh-huh. and um, say, say I want to take over the world, say I want a new world order, I want popul- population reduction, I still want resources. I still want workers. I don't want everyone to be irradiated, absolutely everyone to die. I still want to be able to walk outside and do things and not live in a, you know, a missile silo. So I think EMP. Because society will essentially kill itself off. I think I think EMPs just popping off all around the globe. I think starting probably in the United States. I think China, Russia would probably use North Korea. Wow. Well, and the Iranians because they've worked with them on their, their developments. Mm-hmm. I think they would they would be the ones to take the first blow, be first strike, and then we would nuke the living crap out of them. And then every other nation would probably come in and just pillage. And I think if you look biblically, I think there's a precedent there. And yeah, there is something about there's 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 a war coming. Yeah, that a third of the Earth's population is is killed, and a third of the Earth is burned. Yeah, there. I mean, that is coming for our sake. That's that was just like, and that's not Armageddon. Yeah, no, no, no. So I mean, I'm thinking that's probably more like Asia. Yeah, because <laughs> we we hope we we. No offense. So that, that is interesting that you really believe that's going to be what I mean. That's I mean, gosh, I thought the slow burn, I, I, I thought I just, knew you, and yet I don't. Well, I mean, you should have sent me a text okay. about wearing the matching T-shirts. Okay, here is my question to you. This okay. one, let me pick this. Uh, this one here. Um, list five crimes punishable by death in a grid-down world. Um, a lawless society um, that doesn't have that sentence today. So, are we talking like immediate sentence, or are we talking like? Well, it, it all right, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. It, okay, so today it wouldn't give you the death penalty. What would like if you oh, if you okay. stole something? You don't okay. get shot or hung or okay. electric chair for that. So, what are five well, that? In grid down, 80% of the people population down. has died. If you do this, you will be shot. Rape. Okay, you're not, that's true. You're not put to death now. Okay. Okay. Murder. You're not no. always put to death. You're not always put to death. Some oh, communities, gosh. some, okay. and a lot of communities will keep, will keep you. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say rape, murder. Child molestation, which you could still put in there with rape, but okay. if I ever come across that, okay. boom. Cannibalism. Cannib- okay. Cannibalism. And someone who basically compromises their entire community. 
say they decided to sell out their community and go to another one and say, hey, they have all this stuff. Let's raid them. Okay, that was some good ones. I mean, they that was serious ones. I, yeah. How about if someone came in and stole your food? Right. And it took your family's food supply from a year down to about three months. Do I still have that person? And if you can go out and find them, yes, would you kill them? Is that death sentence? Oh, no, I'd make them work. You'd make them work? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, they are now mine. Okay. They are now my property. They will work that off. Okay. Slavery then? Yeah. Okay. I, I have absolutely no qualms about that whatsoever. An indentured servant. Okay. I mean, that's that's me. And, and, and I'll argue How about treason? For the, well, that was, yeah, that's, that's treason, yeah. yeah. So if someone came in stuff... I don't know. I would might I may just would I don't know. No. I'm blunt. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very put them blunt. into slavery. Yeah. That, there's a biblical precedent. It does not mean I would treat them like like some people have this mental illness, like I would whip anyone, beat anyone, but if you do something like that, you will earn it all you will earn it all back. Okay. Interesting. Okay, that was uh my question to you. Now you've got a question for me. So okay. far I'm leading one zero. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> So someone in your inner circle of trusted friends has committed an unforgivable act that only you are the witness to. He doesn't know that you are aware of what has happened. You decide death is the proper punishment for what he did, and there's no other way. Would you take care of him secretly or discuss his fate with others and burden them as well? Ooh. Um. I think I would go to one other person, not the entire group, and share it with one other person to get their opinion. Their opinion. And then you'd ask me to do it. No. (laughs) And then I would say, since you agree, Kyle, will you take care of the match? Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't really want to get my hands on that. I would probably go to one more person. Just the reason why I'm saying that is because accountability. Accountability and biblically as well. You kind of need to go to another person, kind of thing. Just just to make sure that I don't want to be the judgment of one person without getting counsel. Yeah. So, well, I, I think that's, it kind of now, comes down to the previous question, but if it was rape and I saw it, Oh, I bend it. I didn't that, that, that would be the action. Yeah. I wouldn't wait, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I would end that right down yeah. there. I mean, like, if I, like there's particular ones I mentioned on there, like mm-hmm. rape and child molestation. Mm-hmm. That person ends up on a pole outside the front of the community with a sign on them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I get four points for that. Oh, so great. Right. Dude, you're doing great. Yes. <laughs> Winning, huh? All right. So my turn. So you see a wave of men. Wait, wait. Didn't you just ask me that? Did one? I? Did I? Was that my turn? Yeah, no, that, that was yeah, yours. So, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. go. Okay. I think okay. You're trying to cheat already. What? We're just well, you're cards just, in this. You're doing so well, it's going to ask and give you more points. Okay. Okay. We're going to – this question is going to go to our chat room. And we want you to answer the question, and we will read all several of the answers. So, um, and oh, this is a simple one for them. Okay. But this is for the chat room. Uh, if you're playing this game at home, uh, you're losing. Uh, <laughs> no. You think about this as well. Um, this, is, this is too easy, though. Um, what is one skill you wish you had in case the world went down the the economy went down tomorrow what one skill do you wish you had what one skill do you wish you had that you don't have that i don't have right now yes blacksmithing i would have never said blacksmithing 
I don't care what you would have said. I mean, I'm saying what in I was North saying. Carolina because I want to make tools. I well, I know you want to make tools. You, your tools and guns. You're all about tools and guns. Yeah. So okay, someone already put sewing, <laughs> blacksmithing, tanning. Oh, he wants to get a good tan. Oh, yeah. No, that's not. That's not. What <laughs> oh, that's not about. the same. No. So someone said tanning, blacksmith, carpentry. Okay. I would say. Um. Business management, accounting one on one. Lawyer. Economics one you know, um no, uh, I would say the one thing I didn't I would say I would say communications. Oh my for a lot of God. I'm a big I mean you love your communication. That, the communication is a force multiplier and again I a, a army of ten can take over armies of hundreds if they have the right communication. Yeah. Well, before you go into a whole depth of communication. Forrest is going to die with that skill. Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, making right. liquor, automobile can- uh, mechanic. Yeah. Uh, water dosing. Is that where you find water? Um, dowsing? Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. what it's Okay. Uh, so let's let's keep moving on. I think we okay. have one more and we'll probably go to the commercial. Okay. All right. So this one's, this one's more of a moral question. So one of your friends has been shot in battle and – yeah, your field medic, your doctor has told you he's going to be paralyzed from the neck down for the rest of his life. This is post-apocalyptic. This is all post-apocalyptic. Okay. And his wife, his kids are already dead. And he basically asks you to have mercy on him and just put him out of his misery. Okay. Would you have mercy on your friend and kill him? Or would you let him live? Would you try to keep him there? I would tell him if you want to die... I would set my gun beside him and I would walk away. He's paralyzed. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he was paralyzed. Oh, I love it, guys. Paralyzed from the neck. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> oh my God, you're the biggest son of a gun. Wait, if you can grab this gun, you can end it. Oh my God. If you only think you can. <laughs> I didn't hear the paralyzed part. Oh man. Okay, I would put a, I would tie uh, a string to his tooth, <laughs> and he string. can pull. He can no. pull the trigger. Oh my um, goodness! Oof! Gosh, that's tough. I would, I would call you. <laughs> you would call me. You would call me. Yeah. Um, I would have. I don't know what's everyone in the chat room putting. What would, what guys? What would you do out there listening? I mean, would you completely paralyzed? All he would do is. Eat your resources. You couldn't even really. His life would just, I mean. Yeah, I, I'd probably take a knife out and send it. You would? Yeah. Better hope you don't get shot for us. Dude, you scare me a little bit. Dude, but, but I mean, if someone's a paraplegic. Shoot him, kill him. <laughs> shoot. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't shoot. I mean, I hate to say it, but I mean, that's, that's why I say the knife. Because like, I still believe like when something does happen, a burial right is still something important. You don't yeah. want to just shoot someone outright. If it's something where he's that wounded and you can potentially just let him go peacefully, then let him go. But if it's something that needs to be ended, then end it. I'm going to pretend like I don't know any of you people. I mean, it's, it's just it's, it's yeah, human. dispatch him. It's, oh, it's that's a nice way to call shooting. Dispatch him. Dispatch. That's what you do to animals. Is that what cops call him? Is that any dispatch? <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. You guys are. That's a that's a oh, oh that's a I mean that's that is that is kind of reasonable painkillers maybe like pain, that. yeah and just, but then you're wasting meds but um yeah I guess I would probably 
Or you can do like the I have to think what would my fate tell me to do, but I don't know. Okay, it is. Uh, we're 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 halfway through. Yeah. So we are going to take. Um, if G Man's ready in the studio, we are going to take a commercial break. Um, and we'll be right back. We are playing the conflicted card game. Currently, I'm winning nine to one. <laughs> we'll be right back. We have exciting news. You can now afford to have your own freeze dryer. That's right. For the first time ever, it's possible to have a freeze dryer in your home. It was invented right here in America by Harvest Right. With this new appliance, you can freeze dry your own food and it will last 25 years. Imagine freeze-drying fruit, vegetables, meat, and your own homemade meals. It's as easy to use as a microwave. Learn more about this amazing home freeze-dryer at HarvestRight.com. Again, that's HarvestRight.com. Find peace of mind for your family at Forge Survival Supply. Founded by United States Marine Corps veterans, Forge is the premier destination for quality American-made survival and emergency preparedness products. Freeze-dried foods, water filtration, fire starters, fully equipped bug-out bags. Find everything your family needs to stay safe, protected, and nourished during times of uncertainty at ForgeSurvivalSupply.com. Delivery is fast, and it's free on all orders. Need help? Call our 24-7 support team. As a listener of this program, Forge Survival Supply would like to give you an additional 10% savings. That's right, an additional 10% off your entire order, plus free shipping by entering discount code SURVIVOR at checkout. That's ForgeSurvivalSupply.com and use discount code SURVIVOR. Hey, I'm Joe Alton, MD. I'm here to remind you that disasters can happen anytime, anywhere, and you need to know what to do in an emergency. The new 2016 third edition of the Survival Medicine Handbook is the essential guide for when medical help is not on the way. The Survival Medicine Handbook covers every issue you'll face in times of trouble, and it's all in plain English. Get the Survival Medicine Handbook at Amazon.com. I guarantee one day you'll be glad you did. Back to the show, The Prepping Academy with Forrest and Kyle. Okay, our chat room people need psychological help. Yeah, I'll, I'll make a small amendment real quickly. Okay. And this is one of the skills okay. I do have, but I would recommend people who, they do come across as medical concerns, and it would put someone down very quickly. You can use it for medicinal purposes. I don't recommend it for anesthesia. Mm-hmm. Chloroform. Chloroform? Yeah. Chloroform actually has a fairly high death rate. So improperly used, it can mm-hmm. damage your internal organs, your brain. Um, but it would, if applied for too long, it would put someone out peacefully. There's a great video on chloroform. It's called Nap Time. Yeah, no. But anyway, hey, Highlander in the form. I, I really in the chat room. I really like what he put. Oh, his skill. Yeah, his skill. He wants to learn dictatorship. I hear there's a series called Walking Dead. <laughs> there's you can learn some skills on that. <laughs> dictatorship. I didn't know that was a skill that you could take into the the grid you know, down going down to Cuba. Yeah. That okay, whose question is it next? I, you know what? I'll just go ahead and go. I think it was. I think it was mine. No, wait. I think it's yours. Okay. I was about to go to the, An uh, EMP, which is an electromagnet, it, it spells it out here. Yes. Went off, and you have about two weeks worth of food and water in your pro, in your pantry, and two hundred dollars in cash. You also have a handgun, about three hundred rounds of ammo, and four family members look um, you look after. Um, what would you buy with the $200 before total chaos took over? 
So you have all I have is two hundred bucks. Uh, two hundred dollars, but you have two weeks of food, three hundred rounds of ammo, and a handgun. What would you buy? Assuming I could even get to a store. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so two hundred bucks. First things I would buy, I would buy rice, beans, and salt. Yes. And then everything else I want, I'll shoot people. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. Um, maybe yes. Rice, beans, and salt. Third world country. Maybe some alfalfa seeds, where you can grow something that's quickly that you can eat. You know what I mean? And they're not expensive as well. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's if they're available. Right. That's, that's, that's if they're available because you can grow them in like three, yeah. three, four weeks. Either that or I mean them. either that or I, I hate to say this, but I mean, a lot of people don't realize. Why don't you buy a rabbit or a few rabbits? Yeah. I mean, if there again, most people live in a metropolitan right. area. You don't go down to your corner food line and pick up a few rabbits alive. True. Either that, or you but can go to a feed you store. You can't drive either. If so. you go to a feed store, that's another thing you can do is get some of the grain and stuff like that there. Mm-hmm. And the only difference between that and human consumables is it's only washed two times. For humans, it's washed three times. Chicken. Twenty good movies. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> G-Man. Uh, rice, beans, ammo. Yeah, I would say something, rice and beans, but I would say I something would, you could reproduce as well. That's the thing. But, I, I've you, already but told, you can't drive. Yeah, I, I've already told everyone. I, like, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't, I'm not leaving the house if there's an EMP. Yeah. Not, not initially. Yeah. All right, so. So I get. Um, I 10 points for that? No, you're yeah. doing great. You're doing great. Yeah, you I just, get 10 you points. Just, you just give yourself 100 points yeah. while you're over there. I asked a question, and I got points. That's okay. the amazing part of this yeah. game. All right. <laughs> so one of your friends approached you and confessed to you that he was secretly planning to kill another one of your friends. He is so driven about it that he swears he will take out anyone who gets in his way. You like both of these friends equally, and to help, one will be betraying the other. When you press to find out his reasons for murder, he won't say. How would you handle the situation? I would put him in handcuffs. I would put him in handcuffs, and um, immediately, or and and find out what the deal is and why. Because they're both, if they, they're in my group, they are both assets that I couldn't afford to lose. Well, here's the thing, though, too. You, you, you're by yourself. Maybe like one guy slept with the other guy's wife or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now they're both ticked off each other. He's not going to say he's like he's dead. Mm-hmm. Well, he needs the one of them needs to leave then to make sure they both live. I, I would honestly like if this if it comes down to that, I would get a group of guys and say we're going to go to his tent first, and we're going to go over to his, and we're going to put them both in cuffs. We're going to put them in the room yep. and talk it out. Yep. And then if one of them says, like, one guy says, hey, man, I messed up. The other one says, I still want to kill you. Yep. You're not around any weapons anymore. Well, I think, he, I mean. Or, or you're going to leave. If you, you, you do leave. that, you're, just, you're done. Yeah. And so does your family. Yep. You kill someone, you're condemning them as well. Yep. That is, um, huh, interesting. Okay. Um, several people seem to agree with you in there. Tell the other one immediately. Yeah, I would handcuffs. Definitely. So let me match. That's why I like Michael. Uh, Michael. Was, and by the was, way, Michael, I seen that. I seen that Facebook post. That was excellent. That, that was, was excellent. That was funny. Yeah, well, hey, well, how did it go? Um, um, they surrounded me. Yeah. Those poor bastards. Them poor bastards. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The card I drew while looking at what they said was ask your own question. Oh. Okay. So I get to ask a Whatever question. Whatever you want. To you, um, 
Now, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. Um, okay, grit down. Yeah. Um, you're in North Carolina, mm-hmm. and your wife and child is in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Do you stay in here where it's safe, and you know they're safe, or do you risk everything to try to get to them? I, I mean, I, so they're with your family, okay, wherever they are, yeah, okay, in, in Virginia or West Virginia. <laughs> Why would I be still staying in North Carolina? But and you're in North Carolina, and if you know there's a little good likely you might not be able to make it up there alive. Mm-hmm. Do you stay here where you're safe, or do you go? All right, make, well, that, well, that's I'll, a good question. I'll tell you what. I'll actually, I'm going to delete one of my questions because this actually has to do with someone being stuck on a business trip. Oh. So I'm actually I'm gonna be really blunt. I mean, if you're away from your family, you need to get to to loved ones, and you feel so inclined to say, well, I don't really want my wife to remarry, or mm-hmm. you know, something like that, or anything to happen to my kids, like it's my responsibility. Then I mean, yeah, I would risk it. I'd probably create a path of fire and destruction in my wake, but I mean, but you're going to go up. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's um. So you're going to risk your life. To get to your kids. Well, isn't that your life? I mean, wouldn't you, wouldn't you do the same? Or would um, you just restart fresh and then whatever? No, I'm not saying. We, I mean, <laughs> I mean, even if a year goes by, things would get safer. Safe. I, I think. I think once it kicks off, it's just gonna get worse. Okay. Okay. I mean, think about this. If the population would die in the first year. Yes. Eight hundred thousand people a day. Right. You got death all around you. Yeah, so yet there's plenty of human flesh laying around. Would you eat the flesh of your enemies and feed them to your family? You know, there's a movie. If you say the road, I'm going to smack you. Um, there's a movie um, called Fried Green Tomatoes where that lady. Like, oh, yeah, that's different, <laughs> sir. That's weird, sir. <laughs> okay. Um,. I heard we got bad audio, but we also yeah. got that it came it back. Be good. Um, so I would, I would not. I don't think I would do that. I know a lot of preppers who would say that they would, and I'm going to be honest with you. If I ever see someone, and I, and I know there's a lot of movies and there's a lot of scenarios out there, but I think it's just one of those things that you have to draw a line in the sand and say that there's a certain point morality that you would not go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would not and eat to me another, eating, no. eating another human being. Is just dogs, uh, cats, birds, any animal whatsoever. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, pigs, alligators, rats. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care. But if I if I Aliens. did if I did honestly <laughs> see that, I would probably tell someone get out. Yeah, you know that happened in the book too. Um, once we get out of it. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Here, uh, oh, this is hey we uh, let's open this up to the chat room again because um, this is going to be there, there's a lot of answers to this question um, hey and if you're at home you can play along with us by just writing them on a pad and mailing well email us what you think yeah I'm still going to win but anyway yeah. describe five things someone could do to prepare for collapse of society what they can do right now Ooh. So chat room people, start typing. Five things people can do for a c- collapse. This isn't an EMP, it, I guess. It just, it just says yeah, collapse. It just says collapse. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
That's that's a very broad question. Yeah. You could go like really, really. I could I could do like a consultation on that. Broad. Someone already put food, weapons. You know, I I like Michael's. It's probably one of the uh, the biggest ones I says. You know, and whenever I I did admin for the one forum years ago, as I used to tell people, your your best preparation is honestly your spirit. Because if you're not okay, mm-hmm. yeah, it's gonna be so bad for you. So so bad. If if you can't get yourself straight, yes, and that way, you know, if you don't have peace with the Lord, that's a good. That's the first thing you need to do. Yeah. Again, G Man says twenty good movies. <laughs> twenty good movies and a box of tissues. You know, it's um yeah, there's food, guns, ammo, all that kind of stuff. But as preppers, we're supposed to already. I mean, we're supposed to have a little bit of that already. Yeah. And so, but yes, I would agree with you. Um. So there's a uh, store food, store f- fuel. Um, I'm not sure I would store fuel. You've got to wean yourself off of fuel pretty quickly. Ammo, yeah. Communications, yeah. Meds. Um, there's a ton of different things you need. I mean, you, it, it, there, it, some people prepare their entire life, mm-hmm. and if the crap hits the fan, they would see how unprepared they actually are. No. Well, I got four more here. You don't have. What do you have? I've been just grabbing some from the pile every now and then. Well, you should grab what you need. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So this is a big one for me, and I don't think this would happen, but I'm interested to see your response. So the government Mm -hmm. has called up all able-bodied men and their weapons to volunteer and leave their families and defend the country against a foreign enemy invasion. You aren't a big fan of your current government. I wonder when this was written. But this is your country. There are no guarantees that you can return alive. Your country's military forces are fighting all over the country and the world, and they don't have enough men. Would you be a patriot and go, or would you stay and protect your family? Well, I got more questions before I can ask that, because it says I'm not a big fan of my government. Is it still the United States of America? I'll be honest with you. I'm going to give the only answer, and I, and I thought this through. Cause I remember whenever if I it is, this, I would. I don't care whether it's the current government or it's an interim government or someone has taken over. I'm not going out for anyone else. And I'm going to stay and protect my family, and I'm going to tell you a couple of reasons. Number one, I, I, don't, I don't like the idea of being controlled in a way that's going to say, just leave your family. Because if you, if you look around the world globally – Incidences occur whenever you do leave, mm-hmm. particularly during invasion time and stuff like that. Your family pretty much is going to get subjected to all sorts of horrors without you there, mm-hmm. depending on what's going on. Society is collapsing. There are going to be men who don't go, and they will subject your family. Number two, some of the most successfully fought wars in United States history and around the world, there was one tactic used, well, one overall writing tactic. It's called guerrilla warfare. That doesn't mean we all go stand in a line. We all go to one right. location. If there was ever a World War III, all bets are off. It don't matter if there's 500 men standing in one place, they're all going to get taken out. Was that going to a different country or was it in it America? Was, it was in, in America. In America. I, I, think, I, think small, I think small if groups. If there is a promise for a better life, and if I don't defend our country, my family's going to die anyway, I would go fight. If there's no promise and we're just and there's no hope in winning mm-hmm. and there's no promise that even if we did win, 
things would get better. Yeah. Um, and that I would trust the government. I mean, I'll, that would be tough. I, I think it all comes down to perspective and really being able to analyze the situation for what it is because you don't know that something might not happen and it wouldn't be better afterwards. Think about how Iraqi and Afghan soldiers may have felt whenever the war first began over there. Yeah, I, I don't agree. We, we should never send troops, hardly ever, in this modern day mm-hmm. to another country. Mm-hmm. I just No. We have the resources and the technology to take care of things from afar. Yes. We should. We shouldn't be involved. We shouldn't spend the money, the lives. Uh, yeah. You know, period. Yes. I don't care what Halbert. I mean, I'm almost, I don't know. Okay, that was depressing. We both lose five points. I'm in the negative now, right? You're yeah. still in the positive, though. Good job. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Put the following resources in order of importance. Food, water, shelter, weapons. If you could only pick three to bug out with. What would they be and why? If I could only pick three? Yes. Well, I'm going to start with my gun because I'll take the others if I okay. need to. No, mm-hmm. I'm just um, no I, I would probably start with my gun for personal protection. Um, but then I would say shelter and then water. See, I would not say shelter. I'm gonna say, it, it depends on the time of year, too. Yeah, because anywhere in, in North America, you can, I mean, North, we'll say North Carolina, South Carolina area where we are. I don't care where you are. If you walk 10 miles, you can find shelter. Mm-hmm. If you walk three miles, you can find shelter. So I would say food, water, and weapons. That is, that was, um, that was a bad question, so no one gets points. Okay. So a human trafficker's caravan has arrived at a local trading post, offering ammunition, food, water, in exchange for prisoners. You have three families as prisoners. The husbands and wives tried to loot your camp, but fell into your hands. These prisoners require 30% of your supplies and manpower to look after them. The people in your camp are growing tired of sharing the little food you have. You can't replenish your supplies at this time without placing people at considerable risk. Everyone is looking to you as a leader to make the right decision. Would you sell the families and their kids? Yes. I wouldn't sell the children. I would. I wouldn't. Sins of it would, father would catch no, up. No, I, I totally disagree with that. But it would depend on their age. If they were teenagers, if it was going to be something where so it was you would possible. you keep them in slavery? I would, I would, I'm not saying I would keep them in slavery, but it would be something where I would give the parents an option of mercy. Mm-hmm. I would say you, you can you can allow them to go with you mm-hmm. and be at this person's yeah, I wouldn't disposal. separate the family. I would all but you them. don't know. But if, it, if it's going into some sort of trade like that, you don't know. Someone could just be saying, if the, if you made an arrangement and said, hey, I'm going to sell these people off to you. You know, they're bad people. They steal. They've done this. And you agree that you're going to keep this family together. Then I would say, sure, if the parents want that. But if you see it and the parents are like, hey, we don't know what's going to happen. We're going to be split up. So why would you like, – someone put this in the form kind of. Mm-hmm. Why would you even have prisoners in a in – a, SHTF scenario. I mean, because there's no hope so, for them to ever go free. So why would you keep? I mean, why would you keep them? Well, why would you have prisoners? So if someone tried to steal something, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. and this is probably where a lot of people will disagree. And I think there's a biblical context of it. The Bible doesn't say that slavery is wrong. It says treating your slave wrong is a problem. True. And there's no account in the Bible actually where Christians actually had slaves either. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. So I, I'm not going to sit here and say that it would, mm. you know, I would try and enslave someone. But if something happened to where it needed to be like an indentured servant sort of scenario mm-hmm. and they were allowed to work everything off and get back into grace, we'll say, 
then I would allow something like that. Now, if it's something where it was like a violent standoff, they stole a gun and were threatening to kill everybody, then there probably wouldn't be a prisoner to be accounted for. Okay. You know. I got a serious question. I got this card again. and Make your own question. Oh, gosh. Okay. So EMP happens. Yes. And you get to pick one person to be with you. You have your family, and you pick one person. Okay. Chuck Norris. Uh, wait, I'm not. Oh, okay. Chuck Norris, Rambo, uh-huh. Batman, oh. or MacGyver. I'm still going to say Chuck Norris. Batman seems like he has some sort of like homoerotic issues that are in the closet. <laughs> and he has parent issues and all sorts of things. And MacGyver is just, he's clever and all, but I just, uh, he doesn't like guns. He doesn't like, oh, he doesn't? He doesn't like guns. Yeah, um, a couple of people in the room said MacGyver, Batman because I am MacGyver. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say Chuck Norris because you know when that man does push ups? Yeah. He actually moves the whole earth. He, the whole earth goes down. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. I mean, and you know that whenever he shaves his beard, you know what's underneath his beard? What? It's another fist. <laughs> so we both picked Chuck Norris. We and, both get 100 and, points for that. And did you know that Death once had a near Chuck Norris experience? <laughs> yeah. So well, I'm going to do. What, what time? We, 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 I think we have time for one, one more. more. One, one more. more. This better be good. Okay. You can catch up. Oh, question. This is this is a good one. And this, okay. This is this is for everyone to think about. So you have your food storage in place. You have one year's worth of food for everyone in your family, food and water. One of your friends comes knocking, um, saying that his home has been ransacked. All of this stuff's been taken. They have nothing but the clothes on their backs, and they need a place to stay. Your friend has very few useful skills in taking them in. Would cut down your supply lifetime and a half. At this time, there's no way you can replenish any of your supplies. Would you open your home and your supplies to your friend and his family? I would say yes. You hear that, Larry? You're good. Well, not Larry. <laughs> not Larry. Larry. I would say okay. yes for the reason because if it's just me and my family, which you're telling me, I'm going to need more people for protection. Yep. And then – you know, what's the um, more hands make heavy work light? What's that saying stain or whatever? Idle hands are the work of the devil. No, not that one. Only but, different. But more people around to protect, more people around to maybe gather food, to do cho- – I mean, what? I mean, there's a lot of, uh, many different reasons I would want them around. Yeah. And I what up, if I died or he died? There's another yeah. male figure there. So I, I would I, say yes. I brought that point last night in the prep for me. Is, you know, people have this – you know, confusing thought that somehow they're going to be able to watch their home. They're going to be able to garden, take care of animals and all sorts of stuff all at the same time every day. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to do it. And even if you have four or five families, you're right. still not going to be able to do it. We're going to have one person do all the, all the agricultural work while three people watch that person in a field and you're going to do rotations of that. It's just not going to work. You right. need a large community. Right. And I think you'll be rewarded. Big time if you you take in a family. Absolutely. So we've got less than a minute. So let me go through. We just got the one-minute warning. We usually get the two-minute warning. Yeah, three-minute something. Sometimes three. Hey, you can um, get up with Kyle and I at PreppingAcademy.com, PreppingAcademy.com. Send us an email. Go to iTunes. Like us on iTunes. Write, write a review saying we're the best thing you've ever heard in your life.
I think, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that helps yeah. It helps our ratings get up, and more people will listen to us. Yeah, that means more contributors. Right. And so um, that's PreppingAcademy.com. We're here every Friday night if you're listening by a podcast at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on PrepperBroadcasting.com. Um, and all that information is on PreppingAcademy.com as well. Um, and don't forget about Kyle's group. He's putting together a massive survival mag group. So go to the Prepping Academy, contact in the email, tell us, you know, we need your, at least your, your email and your phone number. So yep. Kyle can get up with you. Um, and um, hey, don't forget about our sponsors, CampingSurvival.com, Survival401k.com. And I didn't even mention RetreatRealty.com. Nope. But, hey, check them out. Um, we are less than a minute. And next week, we got a rerun mm-hmm. from our sponsor, uh, 401k, survival, uh, survival401k.com. So we are out of here. With your host, Forrest and Kyle, live on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern on the Prepper Broadcast Network at PrepperBroadcasting.com. We'll catch you next time on the Prepping Academy. Today's broadcast has come to you through the courtesy of the Prepper Broadcasting Network. See our hosts, show schedules, archive programs, and more at PrepperBroadcasting.com. Thanks for listening. Babies come from. Uh, well, uh. Honey? Mommy went to the store. Oh, well, you see, um, well, there's a mommy and a daddy, right? Right. And see, when they call Geico, uh, they could save a bunch of money on car insurance. Oh, really? And that makes them happy? Yes, that makes them very happy. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we could have this talk, sunshine. <laughs> Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. George's Bank scallops are now at Bonefish Grill. The George's Bank off the coast of New England is known for its amazing sea scallops, and Bonefish prepares them just right. Grilled to perfection over a wood fire, served atop creamy Parmesan risotto, and finished with bacon. They're a scallop lover's dream, and they pair perfectly with a seasonal handcrafted cocktail like our wild orchid Hawaiian martini. So don't miss out. Come in and try George's Bank scallops at Bonefish Grill tonight. Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet. 
where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com.